Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, again, as always, thank you guys for listening. Um, still get, have a little bit of a cough, but I'm pretty much over the chest cold that I had last week. Um, came out of nowhere, too. It was super weird. I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys. You just, you know, you're fine one day, and then all of a sudden you feel that, that little tickle in the back of your throat, and the next thing you know, you're coughing up a lung. Um, so that was, uh, that was my last week. But um, like I said, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better now, so... Um, but yeah, just checking in with you guys and seeing how everything's, how, how life is treating all of you lovely people. Um, but like I said, again, thank you guys for listening so much. Um, this episode today, I wanted to talk about something that's kind of been a, uh, a topic that's been on repeat over the last week in my life in a few different ways, just within different conversations I've had with some people, um, just the past week or so and, and things I've seen in friends' lives that have been happening and stuff. And <clears throat> so I just wanted to talk about the topic of uh, selfishness and why why um, it's automatic, why you don't have to teach people to be selfish. You have to teach them to be selfless. And, um, you know, like I, I have an example of, you know, you have two toddlers in a room and you don't have to teach the toddlers to... Um, you know, keep a toy to themselves. You have to teach them to share. They, they know naturally how to keep things for themselves. And um, so I just wanted to kind of dive into this topic a little bit today. And, um, you know, I'm obviously very curious to get your guys' opinions on it after after I talk and stuff. So, um, you know, <clears throat> feel free to either message me or comment on, you know, Instagram or whatever and, and let me know your guys' thoughts on stuff. But, um, you know, there's this innate uh, aspect of every human that kind of has to um i call it the self-preservation side of of the human animal i guess and you it's natural to want to make sure you have you know f- the the essentials right you have shelter you have food you know um i think it's pavlov's hierarchy of needs i forget what, who i think that's the psychologist that created that i forget um but you have to make sure you have the basic essentials <clears throat> and this is this is something that you know is natural that comes natural to every human it's a, it's an instinct that we're born with but then you you have the ego that kicks in and and you know I'm not I'm not saying you know you 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 shouldn't feed yourself or or give yourself the basic essentials of life or or something to that extent however the ego kicks in and we rapidly from a very very young age start building this habit and this neurological pathway in the brain of me first and I need to make sure that my needs are met and, you know, if people, you know, as you get older, if people wrong you, it, you, you know, you, you have justified anger and you need to be, you know, that needs to be made right and you need justice and, and so on and so forth. And especially in, the, in even just the culture and society today and the past 20, 30 years, especially with, uh, well, even really the last, the last 20 years with this, the, the invention of the internet and the growth of social media and the growth of almost like a, I don't know. There's there's this narrative in the world today of just just do you and and f everybody else if it doesn't work out for them or if it you know if people don't like what you're doing screw them it's just something wrong with them not you and you know this on the surface looks really attractive but this is a very dangerous way to think and a very dangerous habit to get into because if all of us start operating under the condition of it's about me and my needs and people that I come into contact with that for whatever reason don't resonate with me and what I'm doing, then that's a, that right there is a signal that we should not 
we should not be in relationship or, or have community or, or whatever. That's infectious, guys. We have to we have to flip that way of thinking. And you know, now I'm not saying get along. You have to get along with everybody. There are people that are going to rub you the wrong way. There are people you know you can't control other people's actions. However, <laughs> it's also quite naive to think that just because you have a disagreement or some sort of um, rough patch or a whatever you want to call it, that that's that's just a that's not a sign of. <clears throat> uh, uh, you know, a signal that you shouldn't be in, in community with uh, with a person. That's in fact uh, an opportunity of growth to go deeper into community with that person. You're presented an opportunity, and nobody is is perfect at this. And and in fact, I was talking to some friends the other day, and not only is not only is selfishness or selflessness a choice every single day. I think we sometimes fall in the trap of thinking that it's going to get easier over time being selfless and while on one hand a repeated pattern of behavior will help make it easier to recognize situations in which you should choose to not be selfish but the actual active choice of choosing to die to yourself and pick someone else's needs over your own that choice is a challenge you'll be presented with every day of your life every day in small situations, you know, small scale things and large scale things, you're always going to be presented with a choice of given to you and what you want and your ego and what makes you feel well or your needs are met. Or you can choose to fall on your own sword, give up what you desperately want for the sake of another person. And it's funny, there's, I've mentioned this before, there's this equate, I look, I look at how to have a good relationship, whether that's like a marital relationship or a, a friendship, you know, platonic relationship, how to have a relationship with another person. There's this equation to get that outcome. And a massive variable in that equation is learning to be selfless and dying to yourself. And I see it all the time. You know, there's small things, you know, the the couple that, you know, the, the husband gets home from a really grueling day at work and he just wants you know, he just wants 10 minutes of peace and quiet and his wife's home and hasn't seen him all day and just wants to dump information because she's had a rough day. And, you know, yes, that husband should, you know, he should have some, some peace and quiet, a few minutes at home to, to rest. But however, he falls on his sword and he lets his wife just vent and be heard and be loved and emotionally her needs are met. And, and then and then he has that time and he's he's filled through loving his wife or vice versa. The wife falls on her sword and realizes, you know what, I have had a terrible day and I really want to just explode on, you know, my feelings onto my, my, my husband. But I'm going to wait and I'm going to remain quiet and let him have his time so then he can hear me in a better way and actually and respond better and we can we can, you know, move move forward or whatever. So it works both ways, guys, you know, but it all starts with you. And it's very easy when you get presented with a chance to be selfless. You want to wait for the other person to do it. And that's just the ego kicking back in. Happens all the time. Happens to me all the time. You know, there's times with Bailey. There's times with, with, you know, there were times growing up with my parents. There were times with even friends. You just... You want to, you know, well, well, I think I've been selfless before, so I'm going to wait and maybe I'm, I'm just going to wait for them to be self, you know, selfless this time. It doesn't work like that, guys. Always try to beat the other person to be selfless first. And it, it, it makes everything way easier. There's this, there's this, like I say, it's the ego, this weird thing inside of us, this pride that we just want to 
we have to be right and if we're angry even if it's justified that we we have to you know we have to seek justice for it and we we have to be it has to be made right guys that's a human thing and and transcend above that to the relationship side of things and really see see these disagreements or these moments of selfishness for what they really are and it's just a challenge for you it has nothing to do with the other person okay now I'm not saying there's not a time and a place to have conversations with your significant other or talk about things in the relationship or how to move forward or, or improve or learn a new dance those are appropriate conversations but what is equally if not more important is more often than not both people choosing to fall on their own sword choosing to pick the other person's needs love them die to their own self and it's this it's this cycle i I look at it like almost like an infinity symbol okay an infinity symbol if you've seen it, it looks like a sideways eight and it's continuum continuous there's no beginning and end right thus infinity right that's how the that's that's how a relationship has to work if you look at it as two circles and each person is their own self-sustaining circle there's no there's no community they can get as close as they possibly want but they're never intertwined you can put two circles you can smush them really close to each other but they're never intertwined but the infinity symbol they're 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 connected in a way where the act of one side benefits and flows into the other and so it's this mutual cycle when when you choose when both people on the sides of the aisle both people in the relationship choose the other person's needs then you're actually both getting what you deeply desire you want your needs met but it's it's the act of being vulnerable enough to give up the control of yourself meeting your needs you don't meet your own needs but if you meet the needs of another person and they equally selflessly meet your needs then there's this counterbalance that happens and it's it's this it's like this gyroscope effect where it's just floating it works it works it counterbalances each it's, itself out and i see this so many times with friends and 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 you know uh my personal relationships friendships my friends relationships with with their significant others and we approach it with this idea of you know i mean you think about it before you get in a serious relationship you grow up your whole life and 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 yes you're a kid you're a part of a family but you're very much you just just you your character yourself it's you and you have to learn that it's when you get in a relationship well like i said it's a friendship it's a platonic relationship you know an intimate relationship with your spouse whatever it might be you have to learn to kind of melt into the other person and this is a huge a huge challenge guys and it, it feels counterintuitive to the human animal because in in a sense you 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 trick yourself into thinking that it is because you're somehow giving up control of having your needs met and this goes back to what I talked about a few weeks ago of being vulnerable. I'm not saying that, you know, there's not going to be people that, that take advantage of that. The unfortunate counterbalance of life is there's good and evil. There's going to be those people that recognize that you're open, recognize that you're being selfless, and use and abuse you for that. And so you have to have discernment and you have to keep your eyes peeled and and take the world for what it is don't be cynical don't look at it like don't expect people to break your heart but there's going to be people that will use and abuse that but you just have to use that for more fuel to continue to be selfless and this is the hardest part 
Because once you finally convince yourself to be, to, 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 once you make the choice to be selfless and you've gotten over that challenge, a whole new challenge appears of actually not only following through with it, but then still acting selflessly if the other person doesn't reciprocate it the first time. That, you know, you, you, you have to still choose in that moment of being selfless and then, you know, you're open, you're vulnerable, and for whatever reason, the person on the other side of the relationship doesn't reciprocate that. You have a choice to make. You can you can close off. That's it. I'm not being vulnerable. I'm not being honest. This this hurt me. This is another time that I've been hurt and I'm done and, and bam. Or you can say, and this is very difficult, but you can look at the situation, the relationship objectively and from their point of view and say, okay, what are they going through that has made them respond in that way and how can I love them through that? That is an insanely hard thing to do in the moment. Very easy to say, very hard to do, but that will melt people. That melts people's hearts because people don't understand in the world we live in today what that kind of love looks like. People don't get it. That kind of selflessness. People don't understand. So, you know, um, a part of it's a product of today's society and generation. You know, I, there's a quote um, by an old pastor that I used to listen to, um, and he said uh, it's something along the lines of we like this generation – we call them selfies because we forgot how to spell narcissism. <laughs> and I love that because it just it highlights the peculiar day and age we live in where narcissism is almost glorified as a badge of honor. Very interesting. So um, that's really all I have for you guys today. Just a little rant on selfishness and selflessness and what what that looks like, what that transition and journey to selflessness looks like and why it's not only important, it's crucial. It's a lifeline in the equation. It's a, it's a variable in the equation of how to have a good relationship and a lasting relationship and community and open, honest love with another person. And it's crucial. You don't have it, then you're never going to get that solution. So uh, with that, I encourage you guys to stay open and honest and, and um, with other people and, and just choose every time you're presented with that situation, take a step back and think and choose the other person. And I promise it'll, it'll be well worth it. Um, but with that, I'll let you guys go. Before I do, I wanted to mention real quick, um, this is a fun little new project I got going. Um, guys, check out the Sunrise Boutique on Instagram. It's a new uh, clothing boutique that I started with my fiance Bailey. So uh, check that out. We got a lot of clothes, and um, we actually have a new men's line coming out later today, ironically. So check that out. We got a lot of good deals on a lot of stuff. Um, so I just wanted to kind of let you guys know about that. And, yeah, if you want to be on the show, as always, just go ahead and email me at the zhour at gmail.com or text me or, you know, message me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And, yeah, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. You all are the best. Have an amazing rest of your Saturday, and I'll talk to you next week. Mwah. Bye.